Come, Holy Spirit, as we gather on this sacred evening, work in our hearts and in our minds that through our words and through our actions here tonight, we might know Christ's great love for us deep within our hearts. We pray this in his holy name. Amen. Can you remember the last time you experienced really great hospitality? I mean, when was the last time that you had an absolutely fantastic meal somewhere? When the finest was laid out for you? Maybe it was one of those kind of places where you have to make a reservation, you know, weeks or even months in advance. Maybe it was at a family table. And you were gathered there with relatives and with friends, and the meal was just uh, some of your favorite recipes of comfort food. Maybe it was one of those formal occasions where you arrive at a banquet hall and there's a guest list. Do you ever feel this way when you go to a, a wedding reception and you get to that table where you're supposed, supposed to find the marker with your name on it? Am I the only one that has a little moment of panic when you get there? You look through the alphabet the first time and you miss your last name and you think, did we RSVP? Are we even supposed to be here? What the table we celebrate tonight, we remember that there is a place for you at the table. Jesus created the table in the upper room to celebrate the Passover, but also to extend hospitality to his disciples. And hospitality was a big part of Jesus' earthly ministry. Think of how many times in the Gospels Jesus is eating or drinking with his disciples or some other group of people. You might think of the feeding of the 5,000 after the Sermon on the Mountain. Or maybe you remember Jesus eating with the tax collectors and the sinners. Even Jesus' stories tended to have food in them. He told parables about great banquets and wedding feasts. I noticed all week this week that the History Channel has been running stories about Jesus and the disciples, but I'm pretty sure that they should be just moved over to the Food Network instead. Jesus found all the people that everyone else ignored, all the people that everyone else turned away from, and he invited them to the table in a society that was very particular about the rules, who should eat with whom, when and where they would break bread, and who could be sitting at each place at that table. Worried about who was at the head and who was further down, Jesus simply said, there's a place at the table for you. I think Jesus teaches us this kind of hospitality in order that we can make room for one another. You might do that at your own table, uh, through acts of hospitality at your, your house. Maybe you invite in people, like the stranger, the widow, the orphan. Or maybe you go out and find those who are in need of a place at the table by making visits to people in the hospital or the nursing home or the prison. Wherever it is that you see someone in need. Do you make room for them at the table too? 
Maybe it's when you find somebody younger than you or newer in the faith than you, and you mentor them and give them an open space. How about when you meet people who are different from you? They come from a different background or have a different life experience or come from another culture. Can you open space for them to join at the table? Whenever we do this, Christ is present with us at the table, saying to all, there is a place at the table for you. We gather here on a Holy Thursday, this important part of the Holy Week celebration, and we remember the Last Supper tonight. It certainly was a historical event. They were celebrating the Passover Seder, during Holy Week, this same night when we remember that Jesus is later betrayed and then arrested. But we do much more than remember history tonight. Jesus told his disciples that he was creating a new covenant, a new point of connection between God and humankind. In the breaking of the bread, In the sharing of the cup, Jesus tells us there is forgiveness of sins and there is grace. Jesus is saying that to the twelve disciples who are gathered around the table with him. But he's also saying that to all who would follow after. When we come to the table together tonight, we share with one another, but we share also with them. We come to the table not remembering the disciples, but we come to the table as one of the disciples. What Jesus says to them, he is also saying to you. The same forgiveness that Jesus offers to the twelve is given to us tonight. Later on, Paul would write this in his letter to the Corinthians. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So tonight, if you've ever felt left out, remember, there is a place at the table for you. If you came here tonight feeling knocked down or beaten up or broken in some way, there is a place at the table for you. If you've ever had that doubt deep down inside, wondering if you really belong, there is a place at the table for you. If you've ever wondered if you were good enough or holy enough or if you have enough faith, There is a place at the table for you. If you have ever wondered, Lord, where is it that I am supposed to be? There is a place at the table for you. Thanks be to God. Amen.